Hi, 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 hi. Wow, the clarity. Is it actually clear? Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such a professional. I know, it helps to enhance the experience. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I got a new mic from Carl for my birthday. It's the same, I have the same mic now, so like, the volume, the volume, the sound should be like, clear and defined. <laughs> More clear and defined. Yeah. I actually feel like such a professional. Okay, cool. What I need <laughs> is the, um, the overhead headphones, and then it'll be like, our logo. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually true, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Oh my god. Because that's, that's literally the microphone on the logo. It's true. I didn't even think about that, you know. I actually didn't even. Maybe that's why I looked at it and I was like subconsciously like, oh yeah, like this is a cool mic. It literally looks the same. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That is so true. Hmm. Good observation. Yeah. How was your day today? I don't think we've actually spoken about our days. Um, yeah, it actually happened, you know. Even though I spoke to you today anyway. Um, yeah, it's been okay. I'm off sick because I have the leg. Oh, yeah. So I haven't worked since. I think I got work on Monday, yeah. So I should be back on Monday, I think, giving myself a, like a couple of days to just get back into it. How about you? How was your day? It was okay, the same old, same old. Did you work today? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It's just so, yeah, it's not good. It's just so boring. Man. <laughs> it's just, ugh. you know, you just have like, I'm sure you like remember from your time in Sainsbury's, not Sainsbury, yeah, Sainsbury's, or wait, actually. Mm. Um, just like the mundane task you do every single day, like over and over again. Yeah, it gets repetitive really quickly. It's not the life, honestly, it's not the life. Um, today, what are we speaking about today? Actually, let me introduce first. It's my turn to introduce, I think. Yes, it is. It actually is, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, hi everyone. Welcome to the Rated Podcast, the podcast where we speak all things music and urban music related. I'm Oli Vague. And I'm Carl CNN. Um, and today, we're going to bring you just an end of year roundup, 2021 roundup. Um, a lot has happened this year and obviously the year's coming to an end. We're going to 2022. So we thought we'll just like speak about all the things we didn't really get to speak about, all major things that happened in the music world. Um, I'm sure you guys are interested to hear what our thoughts on them, our take. For real. Um, 2021, as you said, was a crazy year. And to be honest, yeah, I feel like I blinked and it's December now and it's going to be another year. And I'm just like, what? 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 We went from December 1st to December 15th in like three days. <laughs> Literally, it's Christmas like next week. I don't understand what's happening and why everything's moving so quickly, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, time flies when you're having fun, but I don't really feel like I had that much fun this year, but, hey. You know what, yeah, because people, like, so, obviously 2020 happened, so when 2021 hit, like, everyone was, like, saying that it'll be such a good year, like, we'll do so many things, like, summer will be so, so lit, mm. but, like, it didn't happen, <laughs> it's just... At all. I feel mm. like this year is probably even worse than last year in the fact that, because we thought it'll be better, and it isn't. So it's like everything is just like I don't know, it just puts it down a little bit. Because yeah. somehow like ugh, it couldn't it just wasn't it. <laughs> Basically. I feel you, yeah. I mean, you know what? Summertime was I feel like summertime was my favourite. I mean, August was my favourite month this year. I mean my birthday's in August, so of course. But um besides that, yeah, I don't really like have any memorable moments of this year as much as the last. I think my struggle this year has been like my weight. <laughs> like and I've never yeah. been somebody who struggles that much with their weight. But this year has been so difficult. I think I've put on the most weight I've ever put on in my whole life in this year. So although I would say that year is ending on a semi-high note, I'm also ending on a wide note. So <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I get what you mean, though. Like, ever since the lockdown, it's just so hard to, like, get past that, like, weight gain. Yeah, it's actually oh. crazy. But besides weight gain there's been like some crazy things happening in the music world as we know and Astro World was one of the last I mean the one of the most recent things that has happened more so recently I don't know if I should call it a recent catastrophe but I guess that sums it up quite well I mean yeah I think so yeah that sums it up yeah and I just I don't know I just feel like um <laughs> now I've been seeing that um Travis is like he offered to pay for the funerals of some of the family, fam, of the people that died and stuff. And some of the family members are not like having that. They don't want that. They want to sue him and sue, I think a Ticketmaster and sue Drake and sue everybody involved. 
and like I understand their frustration to be honest. But um, I don't know in terms of like, for example, Drake being sued. I don't know if that is like fair because I feel like he was a guest on the tour, and I know it's Travis is like it's his event. So for example, he's like it's like his festival that he runs. So I understand them suing like whoever he um gets his tickets sold through and whatnot. But I don't know about them. I mean, like, suing Drake as well. He was just, like, invited to come and perform. So it's not like it's his fault, you know? Yeah, I mean, I do... So I do believe that Travis should, like, take responsibility and accountability for it. Yeah. Um, I, like, 100% agree with that. <clears throat> and if you just look at his past... People are saying, if you look at his past... um his past concerts and his past controversies and stuff like the same the same thing on a smaller scale has been happening ever since yeah. been, like um performing and like all the like lyrics in his music and stuff so they kind of like um what's the word they kind of like not force people but like they encourage people to like mosh pit like like really crazily and you know just get like really turned up at his concerts and stuff so i do yeah. kind of like and music is very influential especially to the younger generation. So I do believe that he definitely needs to take accountability. Um, I mean, he offered to pay for the funerals. Um, mm. And I do I do get where the people are coming from, where like they, they want like to sue him, they want to get more money, or they, they want some, like a bigger reparation. Yeah. But like at the same time, he, at least he did like offer to pay for the funerals. And I mean, the only thing I would say is like, I don't know if you saw his apology video. I didn't even... I watched it, but only because I read the comments. So, like, I think I saw it in the shade room, and then I went to the comments straight away, and they were like, he doesn't seem like he's very, like... No, he didn't seem... Sorry. Yeah, it was just very forced, like, hand in head, like, rubbing his, like, head. It was just... In terms of people that read body language and stuff, they would just have been reading that down and just been like, nah, this isn't authentic. Um, And I've seen... um, I've seen, like, loads of videos of, like, the the people at the concert like there's one girl who was like she jumped on this she jumped up on the stage yeah and get the cameraman's attention and he just was not listening to her like he just thought that she was like high or, or drunk or whatever mm. um but she was like proper like crying like shouting like someone's dying someone's dying um and i kind of blame that cameraman no, no i don't blame him but like wouldn't you like at least see what she's trying to what like see i know there's you're supposed to be doing a show but like Travis has got like the, when when a performer performs, they have those in ears, so you can say to him in in his in ears like, "Okay, we just need to pause the show for a second. Yeah, see if everyone's all right." Um, but it just seems like like no one, none of the team or whatever, just didn't care or like they just wasn't attentive, which is kind of sad, really. Like you, when you go to these sort of events, you kind of expect to be safe. Yeah, and, like whoever works there, you expect them to keep you safe. It's true, yeah. I mean, you're right, and I think um when you're talking about moshpit and stuff, yeah, they call it raging um for his. I don't know, like I don't know. I think this is an American thing. I don't know because I've never really heard of it, or maybe it's a specific to like people that have these kind of concerts. But yeah, they call it raging. So that's what I would interpret as a moshpit. But it seems like it's on a, like a madder level and more intense, and like he encourages them to like really you know like you know rage let's rage guys if you yeah. can't have to live then get out of the i'm just like excuse me what like, like why yeah do you, why do you need your fans to be crazy like why do you need them to do that it's true i think that um i think that um yeah i don't know like encourage i understand like encouraging your fans to have a good time and stuff but like yeah, encouraging them to rage and, like, go completely crazy is a bit reckless and dangerous, I think, especially when there's, like, young people in the audience. I think he's got, like, quite a vast fan base. I think it probably extends from, like, people that are young to an older um, age, I guess. I don't know. Let's say, like, he's... I mean, someone. One of, I think the young person that died at his um, festival, mainly rest in peace, was, like, eight or nine, like a little boy. So that kind of tells me he's got, like, quite a, you know, diverse fan base in terms of their age and stuff. So... Yeah, I don't know. Just, like, being more accountable, I think, would have been something that would have been good for him. I mean, because, like, having so many people die is just so, like, bad for your, you know, your career on a whole, to have so many people die at your, your festival, at your concert. And I think what you said, I saw the video that you were talking about as well, with the, um, the girl 
who was jumping up on the thing trying to get the cameraman's attention and there's a mm-hmm. guy as well shouting like hey like people are dying people are unconscious and like the fact that everybody was so nonchalant about everything is kind of I mean. yeah isn't that frightening though like i'm thinking to myself mm-hmm. i obviously i love concerts and i love festivals but the ones i go to never really get like that crazy i think i've seen drake at wireless and everyone's like when he does his song with gigs everyone gets a bit like you know mosh pit crazy and it's like oh yeah but it's never like pushing people on the floor like it's always just jumping and like fun never too much you know what i mean so then it, i can only imagine how scared and horrified they must have been the fact that it was like very tight in terms of the space and the layout people already couldn't really breathe like before he had even come like i can't imagine being there and thinking this is going to be my last moment i'm going to die like i don't want to spend my last moment squashed between two people i don't know you exactly. know what i mean and so the fact that it's not even just one person one or two people like it's multiple multiple people like I don't know. I just feel like he he should have just done better. Like, I don't know. And I, I, like, what do you think is the best sort of reparation for the families who lost their their um, loved ones? That's the thing. I don't even know because like nothing's gonna bring them back, unfortunately. So like, no amount of money would even bring them back. But then I feel like people will feel justified in the fact that they've been able to sue and maybe win because yeah. something about um like a court case. And whatnot. Especially in America. Yeah. It would encourage them to, like, I don't know. Yeah. Something about winning a court case makes you feel like you've, you know, you've been victorious in some sort of admiral aspect. So, yeah. Yeah. What about you? What do you think would, like, like you said, there's never going to be anything that's enough to replace these people. Yeah. Um, So it's really hard to, like, put a price on, on, like, on a life, basically. Mm. But I do think, um, they deserve something. They deserve a, a big thing, to be honest. Um, more so just to put the people who died at rest, like, in, yeah. a, in a nice way. Because, obviously, they went to a concert, didn't think they were, they were going to die. Like, who thinks they're going to die at a concert? Like Exactly. That's the last thing you think about. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time it's happened as well, because it just reminded me of, like, obviously, Ariana Grande had a concert. And nothing, obviously, the same. It's not even comparable, in a sense, because, obviously, she didn't encourage anyone to rage. It was, like, a, you know, a, a um, terror attack kind of situation. That's, that's the big difference. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, this was, like, an encouragement by the artist to be, like, yeah, guys, get fucking crazy and whatnot. So I understand why people want to hold him accountable and why he should kind of be held accountable because it's like if i organize an event i'm the artist i'm also the um the you know it's called astro world that's all based around his whole thing you know he's got his whole futuristic mm-hmm. um roller not roller coaster theme park thing that he does that's him down to a t you know so like if it was like an ovo fest for example and drake organized this and this catastrophe happened then i would expect drake to be held accountable if it was um umbrella fest and rihanna was doing something like that then I would expect her to be, you know, held accountable for something similar as well. So, yeah. I completely agree. And also, I think that definitely the whoever was working, the staff members that, that on that night needs to be, then something needs to happen to them as well because they were also, they were all too nonchalant. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, you know, weird. And even like, I understand the crowd was big as well. One thing that was confusing to me was and the clips I saw. I understand that it's like a concert and you're not going to see every single person. And obviously, like, from where he is, depending on the lighting as well, he might not really see that well or that clearly. But I don't know, like, something about him moving around and people were, like, kind of get his attention. He was just, like, humming ominously. And I was just like, bro, this is looking kind of wild. Like, people are trying to get your attention. And you mean to tell me you can't identify? Like, even in concerts, I'm seeing, seeing like... Even when I, I went to see Nicki Minaj in France, like, how many years ago? I keep mentioning... Every time you speak, I mention Nicki Minaj. It's what... <laughs> At this point, I'm clearly one of her biggest fans. I just need to accept it. But she comes to mind because there's all something relevant to her. But I went to see her and at that concert. It's the first time I've seen people faint at a concert before. And, like, if we lived in the era of, like, Michael Jackson and whatever, we probably would have seen that more often because I've heard that Michael Jackson concerts, people were passing out like they had seen Christ or something. But, um, <laughs> yeah, moving mad. But, um, yeah, Nicki Marsh concert, people were dropping, like, flies as soon as she came on the stage. And the security were, like quickly moving them out getting them water i've never seen security guards so like the paris security guards were so cool yeah they made sure everyone was was hydrated like it was actually so crazy to see them so like nice and so attentive people were dropping they were like oh where are they they would clear the space and they would come and get them giving the people water to share between them tissue whatever they needed and i was like this is how a concert should be like you should feel safe 
ever since the Astro World thing happened, people have been yeah. sharing, like sharing videos of artists who are who are actually attentive to their to yeah their, to their like. Fans, and yeah. of, I think it was. I think it was, I can't. I can't remember who it was, but I think it was Harry Styles. Me. Mm. Um, and there's a, a video of him of uh, someone faint, fainted in in the crowd. And yeah. He, he literally stopped the whole show, got into the crowd, and made sure that the staff member gave, came and gave them water. Like, mm. So it's just stuff like that just makes me feel like Travis just did. He just. I would The thing is, I don't think I want. I don't want to say that he didn't. He doesn't care that people died because I mean, who wouldn't care that? Yeah. Your concert, but like, I just feel like he doesn't care enough, or he didn't care enough. Um, or maybe he just isn't that type of person to like be attentive like that. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's a hard one because obviously, if you're up there on the stage, you're just focusing on performing. So I do agree. I do get that. You can't notice every single little thing, and that's why I kind of mm-hmm. more so point the blame. I, I, obviously, I point the blame at him, but more so I point the blame at like the staff members, whoever's working that night, because they should have been on it. Yeah, no, it's true. They weren't really attentive as much as they could be, and like the stories that I heard from like the people that were there that survived as well, like a lot of them were saying that the people weren't really that helpful, and some people were like near the VIP section and trying to pull people up in there, and people in the VIP were like complaining, "Oh, why are you bringing them here into our section?" And I'm just hearing all kinds of things, and it just kind of makes me feel like think about humanity and like how people are really desensitized and selfish. Yeah. Because I was thinking, we, we both worked at the um, the London 2012 Olympic Games. Oh, yeah. And, I was just, and that was in a big stadium setting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Obviously, not not to the same scale. And there was no, like, mosh pits or there was no, like, standing people or whatever. Yeah. Like, but I was just thinking, like, when we were working, if I saw someone, like, faint or or just it just seems to be, like, very unwell, I, I would not just stand there. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I feel like, yeah, it, as long as, like, yeah, I don't know, even, like, obviously, I might not have been, like, trained, and we might not have been, like, first aid trained to be able to, like, help immediately, but, like, I'm not just going to walk past somebody fainting, especially if it's just me seeing them, I would, like, alert somebody immediately and be like, oh, can you get some help whilst I wait with them, or vice versa, like, so I don't know, it's just something about humanity, is again, like, it just makes me think, like, what are we as humans becoming, like, are people just becoming desensitised to, like, yeah. people suffering around them? Is it, like, a normal thing? It's like, oh, that person's fainting, I'm going to continue dancing. Like, what? Yeah, it's quite to be honest. Yeah. But I really do hope that these families get the recognitions that they deserve. Exactly. And whatever they get out of the situation, I hope it gives brings them some sort of peace as well. Because that's the main thing, I guess. Because obviously yeah. they're not going to be able to get their family members back. So I hope they're able to come to terms with the unfortunate losses, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Do better, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um. So something else that happened, obviously not... It's, Definitely not the same scale as Astro World, but something that's happened in 2021 is that Little Mix announced their hiatus. Um, and as we've seen before with other bands, i.e. One Direction, they say it's an hiatus, but like it's seven years later and where are they? <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to take that as they're breaking up. Um, Forever. You know what? I... <laughs> I actually felt so emotional when I had this news because I feel like they were the girl band that we actually grew up with. Yeah. Um, because they came out and they won X Factor in 2011. Mm. Um, and they were about around the same ages as us. No, was they same? Maybe a bit older than us. Yeah, they're like a little bit older than us at the most. Um, but we saw their growth. Like, and, and I'm one of, we actually, we're both one of the, um, the people who actually like, um, supported them throughout the whole that all of their X Factor. Yeah. I actually voted for them, yeah. Yeah, we voted for them as well. Mm. Um and like uh, we've seen their like progress throughout all these ten like these ten years. Mm. Um so the fact that they broke up was just really emotional because and it kind of just made me realise how people would have felt back in the nine uh, back in the early two thousands when like Spice Girls broke up. <laughs> yeah. Well Destiny's Child as well, isn't it? And Destiny's Child. And like, yeah. all these girl bands like I feel it now, I feel the pain. <laughs> <laughs> you can relate. Um but one thing that sticks out in my mind or, like, that I think about the whole thing is that if Jesse just waited <laughs> they could have all gone out on such a high, like, mm-hmm. and the fact that, uh, I don't know, it just really annoys me that she decided to, like, leave. Bruh. 
when they were already because this this hiatus was probably planned from a t- from time ago. <sighs> The like, thing is, yeah, like, I agree with 100% what you're saying. I'm sorry, I'm just going to interject because I feel like I'm going to explode if I don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is jarring because, as you said, like, if she just waited, like, a little bit longer, she would have, um, they would have broke up eventually. I mean, broke up, went on a hiatus eventually. Like, as you said, look, they've been together for 10 years and then no one broke, had left the group. So it kind of made sense in my head that at this point in their career, because it's been about 10 years since they won the show. So I was thinking... Like, in the beginning of the year, I mean, I never really thought about it, but I was thinking, oh, they've been together for almost 10 years now. So in my head, like, if the year had gone on and then they had broken up and gone their four separate ways, I would have been like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because they've been together for 10 years. It's the anniversary. Like, they have never broken up before. They can go and do different things. It's fine. But, like, it just brings us back to our original point of her, like, leaving the group because of saying that she was all of these excuses that she had at the time. And then it's just like, you kind of could have saved yourself all this backlash that you received if you yeah. just waited, because you know, I don't think that you would have received all of this hate that you have received now. No, you could have still, you know what I mean? You could have mm-hmm. done your songs with Nikki, even so, because I'm sure you would have had a relationship with her. It would have probably done, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's done badly, but I mean, you know, just it's just like, why did you just go out on the victim route? Like, that's how I see it. Like, you were going out looking for sympathy, and now you haven't got it. And now every time anyone you perform, I feel like you don't have the crutch of Little Mix there to support. And I don't condone people bullying anyway. And like, I don't condone even cussing her or her body or anything like that. Or calling her fat or ugly or whatever, you know what I mean? I don't think she's any of those things. But now she's just going to be like attacked every time she does anything. So now she's performed at the Jingle Bell Ball and okay. they have memed her like savagely. And I just don't know what to say. Like, I'm just like, bruh. This is just, and it's difficult because it's like you don't even have the support of the girls around you anymore because they are not, you're not in good terms with them. So before, at least, you know, when people were trying to bully her, she could lean on their support. Now it's just like you're on your own, essentially. I mean, you're sure she's got friends and family she can talk to, but like now she's just being clowned for, at any opportunity. Anytime she does anything, people are just going to cuss her, and it's actually so peak. You know, I was going to, that's what, that's, that brings me to the point that I was going to say is that the fact that, what made Little Mix so special was the fact that they were probably one of the only girl bands. They were actually friends. They were actually generally friends. They had no drama throughout the whole 10 years. Like, that's unheard of. Like, so unheard of. Honestly. Because um, even, like, Fifth Harmony, they didn't, none of them liked each other. I mean, <laughs> you know what, yeah? They just, it seemed like they were, like, you can tell that they were put together and, like, if they didn't really enjoy each other's company. But I can tell mm-hmm. that they had love for each other to an extent when especially when Camilla come because I said Camilla Camilla when she left I could tell that they were like she was the one and even like the most so when she left I could tell it was just like yeah we don't have this one but um yeah I don't know if that they speak now but I know they all follow each other pretty much except for Camilla so yeah that's what that's what I mean like um Lil Mix were generally like sister they had this sisterhood that was so obvious in their like yeah. performances and in their their music, um, so it was just so like it was just so sad to see that like it had to end this way, especially knowing that they was they were going to end anyway. So why couldn't she just like wait? You know, yeah. just, so like by her leaving, she's cut her friendships off. Basically, she's cut off the like. Well, she's still got fan support, but she's kind of lost a lot of fans as well. Mm. Um. And like you said, she's always going to be dragged now for, <laughs> for no reason. So. Anything she does, she opens her mouth. Literally, she opened her mouth and stuck out her tongue. And now that's a meme. Sorry, I need to I need to bring this up because basically she on the red carpet of the Jingle Bubble, oh, Bell, she wore this jacket. And I can't remember what the brand was. M, M Black something. I can't remember what the M stands for. Anyway, it was the M was on the one side, the black was on the other side. And she decided to wear this side part, which covered the M bit so all it showed was black um and I saw that she made like a statement or whatever saying that she ha- she she didn't realize that her hair was covering the M the, the M <laughs> and I was like sis come on <laughs> I was like first of all if I was Jesse and I saw my stylist brand me that jacket I'd be like no hell no I've been dragged, <laughs> <laughs> I've been dragged for black fishing there's no way in hell I'm gonna wear that jacket <laughs> Why did she decide to wear that jacket, please? Honestly, I feel like, you know, when you have a creative team, it's okay to say no sometimes, you know. I want all my aspiring singers and 
singers and rappers and if you do not like something i mean it's probably like the fit to be honest but if you don't like something please feel free to speak up and just yeah. say mm, you know it's nice but i just don't feel like it's right for this particular i'm like, sure jesse has a big, event. a big mouth like she can say <laughs> yeah she's the one that was chatty in the group as well i yes. told that she was the one that would be outspoken from like the clips of them doing funny things so yeah she could have said no but um it's unfortunate. I really do wish that it, and they would have ended on like a positive note. As you said, that like that's our girl group that we kind of saw, like because we used to love X Factor. So mm-hmm. a group that we saw formed by you know our very dear Kelly Rowland and um, or at least I'll take credit for it. But it was Kelly. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we saw them form. We saw them like you know grow, and I thought like they were so unique because, like you said, they were like four individual singers um, who didn't necessarily have to get on, but for some reason, like they were able to, they were able to mesh and like. Yeah. harmonized so well considering they never had been in groups before so it was that like, so good to see like x factor put a group together and it actually worked mm-hmm. like really well because mm-hmm. i feel like x factor did that a lot but it never really stuck never until worked. kelly did it mm-hmm. and when kelly did it it was like oh it stuck this time it's so, like it should have stayed in the uk anyway, you should have to do what was i gonna say oh so basically because since they've broken up i've like been um, going back and listening to their old music and their old yeah. and stuff, and as you know, like Jessie was always my favorite voice. Like her, her harmonies and her like register, like low register was so like for me it was like my fave. Mm. Um, but now when I go back to listen, I just like it, it's like I don't want to like her voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like her voice, <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, It's just I like, you know, such a shame. Honestly, I really wish she like she thought about this before she. Um, because like when a girl band like breaks up it's not just a spur of the moment thing I'm pretty sure they had this planned for like a long time yeah that's the thing I feel like they would have at least discussed this like so that like I mean yeah I don't know you know what I mean it was probably in the works at some they, had point. A, they had a they just released their compil- compilation album which is also their farewell album as well so like that that must have been in the works for times so. yeah at least they would have been discussing it for at least like by the time she was, had left I'm sure they had spoken about like ending things wrapping up so i know what you mean like maybe could have like, even when like they said she was it first was yeah the thing that annoyed me or com- not even annoyed me but confused me was they were on that show they had a talent show in it that, um they oh, had the BBC. yeah the search and i was like oh cool like boom the search and i remember she went off like or she, i don't know if she went off the show i can't remember i didn't watch it too tough but like she um stopped like performing with them and stuff like citing mental health issues and whatever that was, like, that was just before she left. Yeah, so that was just before she left. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, obviously, she's just having a bit of a difficult time at the moment. So I understand that. But then it was like, oh, I'm leaving the group. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe it'll be better for her. Like, if she just, you know, doesn't do music at the moment and just chills. But just for her to come and come and give us, oh, I like the bad boy boys. <laughs> and then I'm just like, bruh, you just told me. Like, I mean, I'm not excuse. I love, look, mental health, I understand 100%. Like, I get it, sis, for real. But, like, don't. It doesn't make sense. It's like the math isn't mathing because if you really, you know, it felt like you needed a break from the group, then you might need a break from the whole career in, in general because whether or not you're with them or not, you're still going to be in the public eye if you're performing and singing. Because she, she cited, like, um, like trolling and comments and things about her weight or whatever as the reason why she, like, uh, was suffering from mental health and that's why she yeah. didn't leave. So, I mean, I mean, I'm not being funny, but, like, those same trolls are still going to troll you, sis. <laughs> like, Bruh, like, not leaving the group doesn't mean they're not going to cuss you. They'll exactly. just find, like, they won't compare you to other girls now, but they'll just be finding, I mean, as I said, they've been finding ways to meme her recently. So it's just like, you know. I think she's going to take a break and just really reevaluate what how she wants to come across. Mm. because whatever she's doing right now is not working. <laughs> yeah, she definitely should just, like, as you said, take a break, I think, and just... Yeah, probably just back to the drawing board, like, because I think she's mad talented, like. She is. She I think she's super I, I, talented. You can, like, her voice is so, so amazing. For me, it's so amazing. Yeah, she's like, mad talented. Like, she, as you said, the low notes in the group, yeah, like, in a group, especially a quartet, I feel like they really hold the group together. So, like, now I don't hear her on the songs anymore. I can, like, hear <laughs> that something's missing yeah. a little bit, you know what I mean? So, like, she did hold down those low notes so well. And that's so important. Even that, like, for example, Boyz II Men, the guy with the deep voice, I don't even know what his name is, but, like, when I hear, like, them singing, I'm always, like, that low, like, baritone is just so sick. But, um, yeah, like, and she can beatbox, too, which I thought was also so cool when they used to, like, 
freestyle stuff and sing and then she'll just be beatboxing and I'm just like that is such a mad talent because to be able like I can't I can beatbox but I'd have to like pop a think about the rhythm because I'll probably lose it after a couple of seconds whereas yeah. she would do it so like fluently and not mess up and I'm just like she's stupid talented but yeah it's a shame I mean hopefully they I want them to repair their friendships and Same. they'll be cool again because like the other three you can really tell they're, they're really friends and I really think they're going to come back at some point yeah, and the fact that um Perry and Leanne had babies like around the same time is mm-hmm. and um their manager and I think was it Leanne's sister as well that was pregnant or was it the manager somebody was pregnant as well like, sure. yeah but there was loads of babies around one time they all had like babies within like they're all like Leos as well good timing yeah <laughs> but, don't anything negative about that can I <laughs> but yeah yeah we want a little mix to win we do we do um. Yeah, I guess in terms of music and um, the year we've had as well, I think streaming has become like a new, I mean, I always say this every year, but like it's the new way of like doing things. But there's one, or there's a couple artists, but there's one in particular artist, when she releases music, you just know that she's not going to have to worry about streaming or numbers and that her fans will go and buy the CD physically, wherever they are. She ends the world, she ends the world, honestly. With Atkins herself. Is that her setting? Yeah, I don't have kids. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, don't make that up. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I to check. I was like, wait, is that, it sounds right, but I was thinking, let me not give her the wrong surname, please. But yeah, Adele has had, um, I mean, she just released the album not too long ago in like November, but she sold like 800,000 copies in America, which is... Which is unheard of these days. Yeah, like, her <laughs> fan base is just... Um, you know what, yeah, like... What other artist can you name can go away, literally go away like from the from the from the face of the earth for six years, come back, drop an album and it sells that well? Like who? <laughs> to be honest, the only person I could probably say, yeah, I could say like two people, and that's probably like maybe like three actually. I yeah, feel like I know what you mean Beyonce. though. I was gonna say like Beyonce, maybe Taylor yeah. Swift, and maybe Drake. Okay, yeah, actually, yeah. 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 But, but then I, mean, I know what you mean. Like I most think... it's unheard of though, isn't it? But when I say go away, I mean, like, because she's not really a social media person. Like, she went away with, like... <laughs> away <laughs> with. <laughs> away with. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, her, like... I think The thing what I think people like about Adele is the fact that she's so... Likeable. Likeable. Like, mm. she's so, like, down to earth. Like, if you watch her interviews and stuff, like, she's just such a likeable person. She is. Typical North Londoner. Typical, um, like, and you can tell that her music, like, she puts her heart and soul into music. Like, her her album Thirty is about divorce, and like, it just I don't know. For me, I just it really does. I I do see why like she's so so major. Mm. Um, but like at the same time, it's like still mind boggling how much she sells when she drops an album. <laughs> Yeah, it is a lot to be honest. Like it's it's surprising, but then I, I don't know. I feel like every time it happens, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But then I'm like, mm, I should probably be used to this by now. You know what I mean? Like this is normal for her at this point. It's like a regular occurrence. But again, like her fan base is what like it ranges. So she's got like fans that are like moms, and she's very aware of her fan base being like having like you know younger fans and older fans. So like. Most of the people that will listen to her might buy the CDs physically, and then you have the ones that will stream her album that are like our age and younger and whatnot. But then one thing I think that was revolutionary about her coming out and her just shows her impact was the fact that she changed Spotify in terms of like having the albums play um, in order of the tracks. Yeah, and I think that's something you've mentioned to me and we've spoken about. You say that you always you play an album from like start to finish because it shows yeah. how like the body of work is. And how they want, would want you to hear it because obviously they yeah. put the track listings together oh, in a specific yeah. way. Um, so she was like, she wants her album played like from you know start to finish from track one to I don't know how. Yeah, because it, I don't know if you listen to the album, but like if you listen to her album from track one to the end, like it literally tells a story. So mm. I agree with that hundred percent. Like you need to like listen. Don't shuffle an album. Even like even if it's just the first listen. Don't shuffle it. You can shuffle it like in the future, mm. but like. First listen, second listen, third listen. Like you just need to listen to it how they intended it because that like, there's a lot of work that goes into the track list. Yeah, you're right though. I think like it's helpful now because I'll be trying to listen to the album. Yeah, like 
and there'll be interludes and they'll just be playing in one scattering order and I'm just like it helps me it is difficult to like focus on the yeah. songs and then I won't know what songs I like because I can't be like oh it was track eight because I'm like wait I don't know what track it was because it just decided to play randomly so uh, how am I supposed to know but yeah I think it's helpful to be honest and if you do want to shuffle you can like obviously play in whatever order but having it automatically just play in the way that the tracks listed I think is good because it reminds me of how like albums and stuff like were played and CDs were played you know before usually you can shuffle on CDs and stuff I believe but um yeah that's how yeah. it was intended yeah I mean yeah it's true because um um it must be heartbreaking for an artist to like spend so much time on the order of the tracks and then someone just comes and like shuffles it <laughs> she's so rude can you imagine I'm like yeah I'm gonna put track number one because it's the first one I recorded and it means the most to me and then you start playing the album and it starts on track number six literally oh, like, can you imagine the disrespect but yeah it's so nice to see like a UK female like do so well the UK baddie UK the real UK baddie <laughs> It's the UK baddie and the Barbie. No, no, no. <laughs> I feel like one day we need to go an episode about mentioning Nicki Minaj. It's me that even mentions her most. No, it's you. It's me. <laughs> so I need to stop. <laughs> I love her so much, clearly. I don't know. I just didn't realise. I do love her. I mean, she's one of my favourite people. I think she's so funny. I can't wait for her. Why am I going to see again? I can't wait for Queen Rage to come back. But anyway, yes, sorry. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, because people are saying, like, I've seen on Instagram, people are, are saying that Adele is one of the best voices of a generation. And I wanted to ask you if you agree. Go easy on me, friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, you know what? Yeah, I would say that she definitely is one of the um, best people at what she does. <laughs> I'm joking. No, she. I don't like best thing. I mean, I don't know. Personally speaking, I love. I love Adele as well. Actually, um, in terms of vocalist, yeah, I would say she's a very good vocalist. Um, when she performs live, it does sound like the track. It does sound like the track. I just always think of her singing like rolling in the deep and just thinking how much how she executes that so well. Yeah. Like, song. So yeah, I think she's probably one of the best like vocalists, and I think what makes her so good is how she emotes and how she. Yeah. Um, conveys her message through her songs so she might not have the like do the most tricks and you know the most riffs and runs but she yeah. does do what she does very well yeah. so yeah I think she probably can probably be classified as one of the greatest like up there I think was like like the Mariahs and the Celines I mean they they might be credited because of their vocal ranges and like what kind of things they can do and vocal dexterity and the tricks and stuff and Whitney and stuff whatever but um yeah I think she probably is I would say she is of our generation anyway yeah definitely what do you think yeah I definitely agree because like, mm. to be honest if thinking about it like in our generation right now we actually don't really have that many like Whitney's Mariah's mm. like, there's not <laughs> many I would, I would I'd probably say Jennifer Hudson mm. um, Jesse J, even though she's so underrated. Ariana. Ariana. Adele, I'll put Adele in there as well. So, Fantasia. Yeah, Fantasia. Um, who else? I think that's it. I can't, I can't really think of anything. Mm. I mean, Beyonce kind of counts because I you guess. Know, Beyonce, like, I love Beyonce. I'm a Beyonce stand, and I do think like she's an amazing singer, but I just don't think her voice is that powerful, as in, like, I don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> you're looking for cancellation, mate, because, I mean, I don't understand where you're going like, with you this. You there as, like, the, like, one of the best vocalists. Yeah, you know what? I would, I think that Beyonce is a great technical singer. I think she can do some, like, I hear her do some things in the studio. I'm just like, bruh, how did you do that with your yeah, mouth? Like, she can really do bits, but, um... I don't even know how to wait. <laughs> you better think about it correctly before you let it fall out of your mouth, please. What's the meaning? When you compare, like, when you look at, like, Whitney and Mariah, yeah. do you put her in that league? I think that what I always used to think, yeah, is that Beyonce is like a baby... She's like a baby... Baby, like a baby or Tina. Maybe a Tina Turner, maybe a baby yeah. Whitney. I, I don't that. know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that performer, and maybe Tina Turner more so in comparison. But then I feel like somebody like 
Ariana Grande is like a, a Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Beyonce is a very good singer. She probably yeah. is one of the best. But then people more so attribute her to being one of the best performers. That's what I mean. I see her more as a, she's an amazing singer, but I see her more as like, a, she's like top t- Like if I, if it was talking about like um, top performers of our generation, Beyonce is there. Number yeah, one. She, she has to be there because that's, yeah, we can't get cancelled with this one now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so wait, so whilst we're on topic, um, they've been asking on social media about like whether people think that Adele um, is a better singer than Beyonce. And I've been seeing the comments and... I'm just trying to get your, your views. I'm trying to get your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Beyonce has a bigger range than Adele. Okay. Um, Adele answer. has... Adele has, like, more of a, like, a... I don't want to say, like, the same, but, like, her, her range is very minuscule, minuscule, I guess. Not minuscule. Not minuscule. <laughs> like... like what not, her band's like, called? Like, Adele doesn't, like... Adele doesn't really go high. Okay, so she's got less of a like a range in terms of what she does. As, like... in, vo- as in vocally. Yeah, it's less of a. Because okay, yeah, Beyonce, Beyonce can go low, she can go high, she, she can sing. Actually, yeah. can Beyonce go high? I think Beyonce can hit like whistle almost notes. What Have I heard any? Like in Emotions, Destiny's Child, Emotions. Oh, like, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, okay, yeah, sure, yes. So I definitely think Beyonce has a bigger range. Yeah. But um, to be honest, but like they're both such amazing, amazing vocalists. Where it's like, can you even like compare? Compare, yeah. I think that it, people that start asking questions like that on social media. Also, let me correct myself. I don't know if that was whistle note on emotions, but it was a very high note anyway. But yeah, um, yeah, you can't compare them. They're different artists. They do different things. So I wouldn't. I don't see the point and what people gain from comparing them, especially when I, they know I know that they love each other. So it's just social media being social media with their random questions. Ugh. It's like, who asking who would win in the fight between the Dome and Beyonce? Please, like, what's no, the... No, can you just stop? <laughs> just go and stream their music and just leave them to rest, please. It's not... Literally. Yeah. Um, but, like, speaking of um, putting people together, <laughs> so Versus is, like, become so major. Um, actually, I think 2020 is when it became a thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's becoming bigger and bigger every day. <clears throat> Well, not every day, I'm saying every month. Well, anyway, whenever it happens, becomes a <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, And people, so, so I've been seeing online, Mr. L.A. Reid has been, he said that he would like to see Mariah and Beyonce together. And like, a lot of people agree with him, but I'm just like, um, who? <laughs> who agreed? Excuse me. Who agreed with him, please? Like, excuse, like, Mariah is the last person I would put up against Beyonce. Like, first of all, Mariah would, Eat her alive. <laughs> Not eat her alive, Lord and mercy. With her eighteen number ones, come on, like fam. Like as as far as I'm concerned, I agree hundred percent. I don't even know when I saw. I remember we were speaking this the other day, and I was just like, Uncle Antonio Reed, what's going on? I have to give him full name. Like, <laughs> what's, what's happening there, please? Because what it was just weird to like Mariah Carey and Beyonce. I was just like her, huh? and then also sorry, Alicia Keys was also saying she wants a, another verses with. Rihanna or Beyonce the other day, and I was just like, "What's going I, on with this?" Sorry, is, what? <laughs> what's, is everybody all right? Like, what's happening? And you know what? Yeah, uh, the, the the only person I think I would put up against Beyonce is Rihanna. Like, I think in terms of like, you know, when we were talking about a couple of weeks ago about like males and we were like Usher and Chris Brown, I think it's the same thing with them. Like, yeah. it would be the only matching that would make sense as of this time period. But then you would have to include Destiny's Child song with Beyonce to give her a yeah. bit of a because uh, then she, I think she would have a just about 10, uh, 9, number one number in one. total, yeah. So then it would make it a bit more fair. But I think she was such an important part of Destiny's Child that you yeah. need to include their previous stuff too. Plus in Versus, most people include like their group stuff if they were in a group and if they're solo, they include their solo stuff too. So, but that's yeah. why I think it's such a bad matchup because um, Mariah against anyone's a bad matchup. She needs to fight her. I mean, fight herself. She needs to go against herself. Against herself. Yeah, Mar- Mariah versus Mimi. That would work, but nothing else, honestly. Or Whitney. If she was alive. I think Whitney Houston yeah. would have been the only person. I think. Yeah, it would have worked well. I think, but no, I don't think. As you said, it. I don't understand. Like, and also, like, never in a million years would Mariah be. 
Jesus? Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't think she would as well. And I don't think she, like, not that anybody on Versus particularly needs it, but it's it's obviously an opportunity for more exposure in the moment. And it's something fun for, like, you know, your fans and for the artists as well, I'm sure, because they get to perform it now more than it just being in, like, a, you know, a room and they play the music and stuff. So, yeah, but um, I agree. I don't know, like... I really enjoyed a lot of the verses that happened. I think this year was like the year of like Monaco and Brandy, which was I think was the most that watched. Was a popular one, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, um, the fight between Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> day. I saw that. And I was just like, oh no! Like it was just Why yeah. <laughs> it was. I, I had to look, look into the backstory of that because I was just like, what actually happened here? Because I, I didn't watch the whole thing. But I saw the clips. How did he turn up to the verses and then fight? Like, I know. <laughs> it was a bit, and it was Juicy J as well that was like oh. fighting with um, is it, is it Busy Bone? I think it was Busy Bone, Busy Bone <laughs> from Bone Thugs. And I was surprised that it was Juicy J because he's quite mainstream now yeah. in terms of like you know he's a producer, he's a rapper. Obviously, people know him and he's popular. So to see him like launch an attack after someone after Busy Bone threw like whatever he threw at him or Michael Drink or whatever, I was like, oh wow, like he doesn't care about. The fact that he's, you know, an basically a list to be yeah. fighting, but yeah, versus has been. Um, it was. Re- I think it came at a good time. And I'm happy that it's become what it has become. But I have really, I feel like I like the essence of it being simplistic. So like them just playing like the music, you know, in, like how Brandy yeah. and Monica did it. I enjoyed yeah, those. Like, Brandy and Monica's one was the best. Like it was so good. Like it was because so it was just good. so intimate, and also it was so good because obviously there was that whole like rift between them. Yeah, and it helped like bring them together oh. now. Um, but in terms mm. of verses, like who I'd like to see, I think this is I don't know if you agree, but and I know they're new artists, and yeah, know, between them, they don't have that many hits. Um, but I'd love to see like Summer Walker and Scissor like go against each other. Mm, okay, because they could do like a versus, like a you know, a new let them not come and steal this idea, Timberland, come and consult us, please. Um, they could do <laughs> like a newer artist versus, so like. Yeah like a hot right now kind of thing and then that would probably be a good idea i think because i think there's a lot of new artists that like have quite a few songs out now that they could probably work with like i know someone walker's only got what two bodies of work out but she's got eps sorry she's got eps on deck actually and scissor has eps on deck and yeah exactly yeah so they could probably do something like that to be honest i'm sure people would still watch it either way so yeah, but I guess they want to do it like how they're doing it. But in terms of who I want to see, I would love to see, as I mentioned before, Chris Brown. I want to see Usher in the verses. Sort it out. Some I don't know if they're together or against each other. Please, somebody. I need to see Sierra in the verses. I need to see Maya in the verses. With who? Sierra and who? That's what I can't think of. I don't know. Like I don't know either. Like who to put her against? Because like they've taken like Ashanti obviously and Keisha Cole. I don't know who, like, as we, we discussed, Kerry Hilson would have been perfect yeah, if she continued putting out music. Mm-hmm. So that would have been great. And, like, it would have been funny because, like, she wrote on Sierra's song, Ooh Baby, so she could have, like, played that herself yeah. and been, like, <laughs> playing your song. And then, <laughs> like, you know, and she's on the song as well, like, in background, background vocals. So, yeah, I don't know. And Maya, I, wanna, I think I said Maya. And I want to see some more groups, like, as well. I think they've done 112 and Jagged Edge. Maybe Justin Timberlake as well. Throw him in there too. I want to see JT against somebody. Why not? I don't know. I just, I just, they used to figure it out. Like, there's so many people that have not. (laughs) It's hard to choose, like, who. I know. Who will be a good fit in it? I mean, Faith Evans, Tony Braxton. Well, I'd love to see Faith Evans, but I don't know who she could go up with. Tony Braxton could go with. I don't know, because. You can Tony Braxton go with. It has to be someone who's like from kind of like the same era as her, I think. I can only think of like Faith Evans. I can't lie. Yeah. But then Tony Braxton will trump her, I think. See, you might believe that, but then some people might think like it might be the other way around. And that's why versus is important to the culture. I mean, I <laughs> <got more>. <laughs> <laughs> I love a bit of both of them, to be honest. Like, it would be a win for me if they both did a versus because I would just be sitting vibes into the whole thing either way. So, I win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, um... Oh. No, I was going to say, yeah. Versus, I feel like, has introduced, like, uh, the concert world and festival world and, like, a new way of, like, viewing music and stuff. So, I'm seeing, like... Obviously, and the pandemic in general hasn't... 
inspired people to like cyber shows and all these different kind of things and stuff. And I thought we were getting back to the point of like going moving back to live shows and whatnot. But um, depending on which variant of Corona wants to morph next, I'm not sure how we're going to be doing live shows from next year. But I would love to go back to like viewing live shows and stuff. I went to two festivals this year, but that has been it. So I hope 2022 brings like, you know, live music back again. My safe space. Um, my 2022 goal goal is definitely to go to more concerts and more live shows <clears throat> yes yeah I, I haven't been to one i think the last one i went to was um probably rihanna's diamonds world tour which is 2016 no 20 yeah, 2013 yeah 2013 when did i say 16 i, was I think, like, think i'm not anti yeah. yeah yeah that's like the last proper um tour i went on but i went to a few festivals after that um i don't know if that, that really counts though no, they do, because I feel like it's like, festivals are cool because like, you get to see snippets of artists. So yeah. instead of just going to one concert, you can be like, well, I've seen I've seen LMA, I've seen Migos, I've seen Rihanna, I've seen Cardi, I've seen Lil Nas, because yeah, like, they were all in one place. So I think it's a benefit of seeing most people at one time. But um, speaking of your babe, Rihanna, didn't she have some great news that happened this year? Which you don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to cough with my sick laugh. I do care. Okay, so if you guys don't know, Barbados um this year they, they got their independence from the UK. <clears throat> Same time. Yes, literally. I'm not so happy. I, I still think it's so mad that uh, countries don't have their freedom in twenty twenty one. But anyway, yeah, that's another that's another topic. Um and at the same time that they they gained their independence. Uh, Rihanna was also awarded uh, National Hero of Bob- Hero of Barbados for all her for all her um, how do you say that word philanthropic endeavors in the country because she like really gives back to that country so much. Um, and it was just so nice to see. Like obviously Rihanna is my fave, as you guys. Yeah. Know. <laughs> <But for> me, <laughs> it, was, it was just so nice to. But even if even if she wasn't my fave, like it's just so nice to see like an artist who's not from America like given back to their country like such a small country such a small island as well like um it's just it's just nice to see that she hasn't forgotten where she's come from <laughs> yeah that's true she kept she's always kept grounded to her Bayesian roots and I feel like um as you said even like in terms of like her friends of like um what's that little girl that she her niece's name uh, uh majesty that's it. Her like family, and she's always because of that. mum, and then Melissa, and like they've been friends since like they were on the <laughs> island together. Exactly. And like, yeah, it's just so mad. I think her story and her like they need to make a biopic about Rihanna because I think that she's well deserving of one. I know she's only like in her early thirties, but she does like, so much though. Yeah, it's she's yeah. got more than enough content to do a biopic now, and then like maybe in, like another twenty years time, because just on the her rise alone, because. Coming from an island like Barbados, yeah, I feel like it's so small. And for her to have somehow made an impact and been able to, like, you know, even to, you know what I mean? It's just like, what are the chances? Like, you definitely were destined for greatness. And yeah, she should be proud of herself, to be honest. So hats off to Rihanna for her yeah. national hero. That's she deserves it. Yeah, she really deserves it. And I'm so, mm-hmm. I'm so happy that they, like, her country recognized her efforts, you know? It's just, it's just really nice to see. And it's so nice to see it happen at the same time that they got the independence. Such a yeah, nice it's good timing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So nice. Um, but speaking of not so good things. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, our, one of our faves, Ari Lennox. Ooh. I love her, and I love her voice, and I love her music. And but sometimes sure. she um, needs to just be quiet. I'm going to tell her to be quiet. No, okay, so basically she went to Amsterdam. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but it was probably for a holiday, or maybe she was performing, I don't know. Maybe for a holiday? I think it was for a performance, performance, I believe. Yeah. Anyway, she got stopped at the airport, um, and she got arrested. And she basically was saying that it was down to racism because <clears throat> of the colour of her skin and blah, blah, blah. Um, but then, like, witnesses and stuff were saying that, no, it was because she was drunk and disorderly. And she, oh. was, and she wasn't cooperating with like airport staff. Not drunk and disorderly. Yeah, apparently she like she was really drunk like when she got off the plane. Um, maybe so, she needs to medicate to fly without fear. 
No, you make the excuses for her. <laughs> <laughs> for the story, I'm already defending her. <laughs> Clearly, I love her too. She's also one of my favorite personalities, so I can't lie. I don't even know what even happened, but I'm just like, you're right, Ari. They resist. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I would not be surprised if they were like, any any racism things. I'm def- I'm like, yes, because. <laughs> You, you never know, know. yeah. But if that is right. the case, yeah, then. Mm. I mean, like it's so hard. It's so, so like if if she if she if she was really drunk, yeah, then it's hard to like agree with her because like an airport is one of those places where they're so secure about everything. Yeah. Um. You you kind of have to be <laughs> the best behavior at an airport, I think. So if like they're trying to like, I don't know, like contain not not like contain you, yeah. Um, I don't think you can blame that on racism. If you're, I don't know the whole story, so I don't know. But if mm. if if you were drunk and they were trying to like calm you down or whatever, yeah, I don't think you need. To, I don't think you can blame the race card in that situation. But if she if she wasn't drunk and she was arrested for some sort, I don't know whatever she was arrested for, then the race card is fully valid. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I understand as well. That's the thing. Like, what well, as you said, you basically just said that. You don't want to minimize her experience if it was a racist um, experience and encounter. So I understand that. I agree as well. I wouldn't want to, just in case. But yeah, if if she was drunk and disorderly, then I understand. But at the same time, though, like I don't know, like what she could have been. Like, how would they have known? Like, how drunk would you? Like, there's so many questions I have. That, like, you know like, what I mean? Uh, like, what was she? So basically, the, the questions I have is, what was she actually doing? Yeah, that's because, what I'm. What brought their attention onto her? Like, um, when we went to Miami, we were like drunk on the plane. Yeah. Um, but I don't think none of us were really junk junk. Yeah. But um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's what makes me think that how much did you drink on the plane? That's the thing. Think? But one thing I know though for sure is that <laughs> like the experience that I think black women have in comparison to black men when they travel is a lot different. Because I feel like we um, have like like when I go to Spain and the countries in Europe and stuff, I have like um, I don't really have any issues basically. No one troubles me. People are usually friendly. Um, I don't. I can't really recall many um, racial experiences that have been particularly negative. I speak, but um, I feel like when women go to Europe, it's a whole different story. Like a whole, there's a whole TikTok thread on like travel safety, black women, and like different things, and like even some of our friends, the things that they've experienced, like traveling solo as a black woman. It's just like, mm, like I don't understand why you have been victimized so much, or what is it about you that you know, these bad things be happening to. So I understand it in, like, I've seen it in two different ways, as you said. Like, if she was drunk and disorderly, then, you know, kudos to my, my Dutch brothers and sisters. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. But I'm glad that she, hopefully she's back in America safely because we need her to continue to apply yeah. the pressure. So, yeah. Well, I just need, I think I just need the full details to fully Yeah, so you can know what, what actually happened, is not it? I don't want to, like, ne- I never want to diminish, like, any person feeling that they were racially, like, um, discriminated against because it's fully valid like especially in this world that we are really yeah so i don't want to like diminish that um so i need to i need i need the full story basically so, i don't need her to talk about it you know she loves a life so i need her to come alive and let us yeah. know what had happened in the <laughs> what, what streets because <laughs> we need to know what had happened so we can be you know we can know what to do next time i go to Amsterdam, i'm gonna be like yo you lot have my girl ari looking wild in these streets and i don't appreciate that like yeah, I don't agree. Weed is is legal here. Like, what's going on, guys? We're supposed to be about peace and zen over here, riding <laughs> riding bicycles across the canal and and prostitutes. So, what are we saying? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we. Ari Lennox, if you're listening to this podcast, which you're probably never gonna listen to, <laughs> you never know. Come alive, babe. Come alive. Come alive. <laughs> let us know what happened. Come on, Courtney. Let us know what happened. <laughs> Government name tunes. Yeah, but um, yeah, I guess like. I thought this segment was important because <laughs> I feel like this year has been a very, it's been like another tough year. Like last year was a difficult year for a lot of people. And this year was also, I think, a tough year, like considering the pandemic continuing and like, um, yeah, like there's been a lot of changes to a lot of different things over the last two years, I guess. And there was a, a, quite a few celebrity deaths that were prominent. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to like highlight, you know, and just say rest in peace to like the people that died this year that were musicians that I particularly knew of or, you know, had listened to or, you know, had some sort of impact in the musical world for, like, DMX and Sarah Harding from Girls Aloud, which was really surprising, I would say. 
um, rest in peace also to Biz Markey, who, like, I know him from that Just a Friend song that Mario covered, so he's sang me, like, original. And Young Dolph, who, like, got shot, like, literally a couple of weeks ago, who had a family. So, yeah, rest in peace to all, like, the musicians that sadly transitioned and passed. And Era Arden was such it was a surprise to me. Yeah, isn't it just, like, it was just out of the blue, it seemed. I knew she had cancer, but um, it just, I don't, you know, like, I don't know, like, it seemed, I didn't really think about her for a while because she was on Celebrity Big Brother in the UK, and I watched that season, and I thought, like, she won as well, and I was like, oh, I, I really liked her, she was really interested and good for TV, and then, like, it was quiet for a bit, and then, like, I knew she had, like, had cancer issues before, and then just when she died, I was just like, wow. And like another, as you said, like, obviously I was younger when I used to watch Pop Stars or Pop Idol The Rival, whatever it was called. And I saw when they were being formed as well. So it's like, I, I have like memories of like Girls Aloud being put together and Javine yeah. also comes to my head when I think about them because she didn't make the group and whatever. But anyway, sorry, Javine. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, sad times. Yeah, definitely rest in peace to everyone who sadly passed in this year. I mean, even last year as well, there's so many people who like sadly lost their lives. But yeah. it just seems like such a thing right now. These young like musicians, young actors, young celebrities like just passing away. It's just like, what's going on? I know. It's it's just unfortunate to be honest. Yeah. But hoping that twenty twenty two is a more positive year for everybody and I just wanna also I just wanna say like whoever like Whoever wants to like get in the industry or or like make it or you know have that fame have the money whatever, I just, I just want to say like just make sure you take care of yourself because yeah. you know it, it seems nice and it seems good to have all the fame and all the money and all the, the accolades and whatever, but like it just seems like people don't really like think to like take care of themselves and let just, like they let it get to them basically and that's why so many of them die young. So I want to say like if you ever want to like get in like just think about. Like, if you really want it, and also, if you do get it, just be sensible. <laughs> yeah, that's important. I think you're right. It's always important to think about, like, how you, you know, maintain yourself and, like, you know, look after yourself when you have all this money and all these people knowing you. Because, obviously, there's lots of pressure that comes with being famous, and even having money doesn't mean you're going to be the happiest. Exactly. Having more money than most doesn't mean you're going to be happiest. So, yeah, I agree. Just be kind to yourself as much as you can. Good advice, though. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess we can, you know, move on to a happier note in an extent, which is our playlist. The rated playlist. <laughs> 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 yeah. So as you, if you guys don't know, then we have a, a playlist on Spotify called the rated. If you just search the rated playlist, you can find it. Um, we update it every week. Uh, we add a new school song and an old school song. Um. And I can't remember whose turn it is to add what. <laughs> I think it's your turn to add an old school song. I think it's my turn to add the no, new, new school song. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. that's my bad. Yeah, it's your yeah. turn to add a new one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, funnily enough, the song I'm gonna add features um Ari Lennox. <laughs> it's um called Black and White by an artist called Nasty C. Um, featuring Ari Lennox. So yeah, that's gonna be the song. It's very bouncy and catchy. And it's newish, and I struggle with new songs, so I'm just thankful that I had one. <laughs> Open your mind. <laughs> I'm opening my mind and my my. That's literally your 2022 homework. That's like, it to be more diverse in my musical choices and not just listen to things from 1994 to 2005. <laughs> Good Lord, save me! But yeah, and what's your song, Olive? So my song is so when I think of musical songs, I'm. No, old school songs, I kind of struggle because whenever I just say the words old school, I just automatically think of, like, the 90s. Mm. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that. It just means anything that's, like, old and that's not now, basically. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to add um, a Sierra song. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually going to add Overdose. <gasps> because I've been listening to that song recently and I, re- I, didn't re- I, never, I never actually used to like it, but like, I really like it now. You didn't like it? No, I didn't. I, I, I would have cancelled you if I knew you didn't like it when I liked it. I feel like it. I'm becoming, like, as, as I grow, grow <laughs> I feel like I'm becoming, like, more of a pop girl. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Overdose is on her... Oh, 
self-titled album. <laughs> yeah, I just really love that. I, I really love that song. It's just and I, and that's one of the songs that I definitely think that's kind of the route that I think that she should have went down to like become bigger than she actually is. Yeah, she was trying, um, but she got pregnant. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it could have worked out because she, I, I think she actually fits pop songs really well. To be honest, she does. When she does a good like "Love Sex and Magic," um, um, what else in the album? I don't know if you listen. You listen to Fantasy Ride. Did you really like the album though? Fantasy Ride. Yeah. It's not my favorite one of hers, but I do like it. Yeah. yeah. What's the pop? There's like a few pop songs on that. There's like Pucker Up, um, fan, um, Love Sex and Magic. I think G's for Girls sounds like it was a little bit poppy. Um, um, was that it? I think so. But on her most recent albums, on um, Jackie. There was a few pop songs in there that she could have released. Kiss and Tell. That was like the best song on the album. One Woman mm. Army as well, maybe. Did you like that one? I actually like that one, yeah. And it was also, catchy. Um, what's that song called? What's that song? On her, on, on um, I think it was Beauty Marks. No, maybe it wasn't Jackie. Anyway, what's that song? that? She, and she was in the H, like, she was in like a college, American college, the video. Um, thinking about like, you. No, she did like two videos for the song, and it was like maybe dose, not dose. Oh, uh, she's doing like pep rally, like dance. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it was dose. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, those kind of songs. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, she does like thrive in that kind of up, upbeat pop, like urban pop. Yeah, it's just that like, people don't really like. It doesn't really stick for some reason, but we'll talk about our babes one day because we need the whole episode for Sierra. Definitely. So, yeah, that's Overdose by Miss Sierra. I think we're missing some Sierra from the playlist as well, you know. That's what so, I, was thinking, I was thinking. Like, first of all, I wanted to up, I wanted to make the playlist a bit more upbeat, <laughs> and second of all, I wanted to like add a bit more like you know, like Rihanna, Beyonce, Sierra. So yeah, that's why I decided to add her. Aww. But yeah, so thank you guys for listening to our most recent episode. And if you want to follow us, we're on Instagram at the Rated Podcast. And I am Carl CNN. And I'm Oli Made. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> we'll probably do an episode before the end. Anyway, bye. <laughs>